0: They are under the Roman government, they are under no longer under their own hierarchy, but yet because of them not keeping their covenant, God told them that, if I will bless you if you stay faithful, but if you leave my ways, then you will be captive. So here it is, even in their captivity, even in the midst of not having their own land, they still know how to worship God. Y'all hear me there? That no matter what you're going through, you need to have a habit of worshiping. There's no better place no matter what I'm going through than to be in the house of the Lord. And so here we look at this text again. That they went into worship. They worshiped him. They they left after the eight days. They traveled roughly 24 hours, so roughly 25 miles. And then they are sitting down with the family, ready to eat at family time. And they count the kids and they start realizing where Jesus? <laughs> uh, he's not with us. Her. So here it is that they point out his age of 12 means that he didn't have to walk with mommy and daddy. He was old enough that he could keep up with himself. He could have been playing with his friends and walking in the caravan. So they assumed that he was with the rest of the crowd. But when they got to the final place of resting and the families come together, they did their head count and found out that Jesus has been left. But yet we find out in our text that he is found and his father's temple. My question for you is that if someone was looking for you, where would you be found? Would they even think to look at the church? Quiet a year. Sometimes we think that people say, that's the last place I would look. Notice that Mary and Joseph, the last place they looked was the temple. See, when you have Christ as your priority, people know I know where People testified back in the old days, right? Every time the doors of the church were open, mama was there. They went into church. Uh, the candle spirit talked about how their mama had them on drugs. Mama drugged the church, Drug me the Sunday school, Drug me the Bible study. We they understood that if the doors of the church were open, we we're going to go in. But now we're living in the digital times that a lot of people don't visit the vestibule in the place. But thank God that the press is not limited to this temple. See, the tradition was that God's presence was in this temple before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In order to get in God's presence, they had to go to the temple. And so here it is that they went to the temple, and Jesus stayed there. He spent more time there. Where can you be found? Where's your location? Will God's presence be your desire? David in Psalm 27 4 says, the one thing I ask the Lord, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. Matter of fact, we know the 23rd number of Psalm that we comfort one another definitely in times of, of passing and time of mourning, When we say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But yet at the end is where we get excited when we say, sure, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Why is that? Because we're in his presence. Just being in his presence, you know you have mercy, you have peace. That's why we like that good old hymn that says, come and go with me to my father's house. And and that hymn is not talking about here on earth, but over in heaven where there's peace. There's no more dying there. There's life in God's presence. And so I'm encouraging that if you're going through some rough times, you're going through some dark times, you're going through some hard times, get yourself in his presence. Seek the presence of the Lord. Make him Your desire. I I, I know you can find some other stuff that's going to give you some fleeting satisfaction. but I said fleeting. It will go away. But yet he promises to give us peace that's beyond our understanding. His love never fails. His mercy is everlasting. We serve a God that rather sow his mercy than his wrath. I know some people that rather show you their wrath than their mercy. Y'all don't hear me? I know some people that rather show you how angry they are than how merciful they can be. They're the ones that I will show you with my fists instead of honoring you with my lips. We get to be under our God and we understand we love justice, we love mercy, we seek after grace, we seek after forgiveness, and we look for repentance and restoration. Because he is in Christ, he is a new creation, right? We're no longer living in this world, but yet I I cannot satisfy my God and live in this world. So I need to seek after him. I need to make God my pleasure. I need to make him my desire. And how do I make God my desire? Well, I I, I study his teachings. I study his teachings. I spend time in his word. Where, Where do we find Jesus? Studying the word of God. Asking questions. Matter of fact, it looks like that he's really teaching the teachers. Because he being God knows all things. That's why the text tells us how they were amazed by him. But that's the beautiful thing about our God. We serve an amazing God. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Lord, you are so amazing to know the Lord fear. to fear, him, to fear him is the beginning of knowledge and understanding and to fear him is to love him and to love him is to serve him. But one thing I want to um, emphasize really very much so here is this that God always us to love us. There's nothing we have done to make God love us. God loves us because he loves us. He loves us so much that he us for us. There's people that we can care less for, but God does not care less for anybody. He cares more. God so loved the world in this way. Basically, say, I, this,